0: Hello everybody, welcome back to uh, this edition of Nobody Likes Recruiters. On the show today, we're going to be talking about remote working, which is a controversial subject. Well, it's not a controversial subject, it's just a subject that's been done a lot, but we're going to try and put a different spin on it. So, um, this is a podcast for you if you're looking to um, Asia Recruitment, uh, find the, the, the best talent out there. Lee and Steve have been doing recruitment for a long, long time and they run Logic Resourcing, which is a boutique recruitment agency based in Circle but covers the entire country um, that can help you with your recruitment needs so yeah we're going to talk about remote working is it a good thing is it a bad thing and actually honing in a little bit of whether or not you as a business owner or as a recruiter should still be offering this uh, the ability for your your workers to 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 work from home um so yeah let's let's start then with what is remote working first and foremost and most people will know but what do we mean by remote working? What do you think when you when you hear this term, Lee?
1: I think remote working, first of all, I understand that some roles, it's just not possible to do remotely. Engineering, yeah. manufacturing, yeah. can't be done from your bedroom. There you go, Adam. Go,
2: keep, go keep going. Right. The, um... the guy who runs the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think remote work, it's it's, a, it, it's something that we're all aware of. What comes in about it, it forms, though, doesn't yeah. You get your fully remote, you get your kind of hybrid approach, or kind of tends to be kind of on-site. You yeah. Back.
1: Something that's gone from massively, you know, on the increase since COVID. I think that forced a lot of businesses' hands, didn't it? Yeah. Um, with remote working, um it offers loads of benefits to candidates and companies yeah. have done done right, doesn't it? Not going into too much detail, but there's the whole flexibility thing. There's the work wide balance,
2: um, cost savings. savings. yeah, on office space um is, is, is a kind of huge thing and actually being able to scale your business or find talent. Yeah. Where the challenge for talent's been been an issue in a regional area, if you can open that up. So so how many businesses
0: now um, are you working with that are still allowing
2: their staff to work from home, would you say? What percentage is it? I, I say, it's, I mean, probably couldn't give you the percentage, but I think there's it's started to shift back to more desire for people to be more office-based in, in, in kind of the roles that would tend to work. Yeah, I think certain sectors... Techno- technology sectors tend to be more open to remote working because I suppose they're used to kind of tools like Slack or the, um, you know, the, the kind of online platforms yeah. aren't the way you can kind of create culture yeah. you know, through those. But I think for businesses that are, I suppose, more service-based, people-based and stuff, there's definitely a desire for them to be more more back. That kind of
1: and it's interesting as well because pretty much every business we work with that could <clears throat> went remote over COVID because yeah. they had to. Um, certain businesses, the moment the restrictions got lifted, all staff back in the office. Certain went to a hybrid form, certain fully remote. Yeah. And speaking to businesses, everyone's experience has been quite different. We've had some businesses who operate uh, a call, call center sort of environment where productivity went through the roof when the staff was working yeah. from home. We spoke to other businesses, similar businesses, that productivity
2: tanked. And again, and I think, think it's leveled out, hasn't it? Now, I think actually the whole productivity argument is that people can be productive at home. That's not the argument. I don't yeah. think anymore. I think the whole argument shifted from could we do it? Could we be as efficient as effective? Could we maintain sales levels, whatever it is? Well, yeah. The reality is you can. You know, you, if it's done well, you can. You can do. And that,
1: thats the key thing. If you do it well, if you embrace it fully, embrace it. Some people at the start of COVID were like, "We'll do this while we have to. Let's just ride it out." Let's not really put any investment in or let's not see it as part of a long-term thing anyway. Certain things like some employers uh, made their employees keep their webcam on all day mm. whilst they were at home. So you yeah. could tell they never fully embraced remote work.
0: I used to have to write out what yeah. I did hour by hour, which did is really you? tough. Wow. And in the end, I was just, just like... even. I mean, I was working, but I wasn't working... Like You know, it's weird. I wouldn't have to do that in an office. Like, what, okay, so I sent this email to this person. Yeah. But that may may have actually took me half an hour. But I was always like, right, if that looks like it took me half an hour to write an email, <laughs> that's going to look bad. But yeah. sometimes an email does take half an hour yeah. to write. Yeah. You're not necessarily
2: messing around. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway, that's well, that example presenteeism, isn't it? You know, for some reason, somebody being there, uh, sitting on a physical seat in a chair in your office, sometimes that presenteeism means more than sometimes. Yeah. You know, I can see him. I can see the there. They're working. Whereas in reality, it's. it's yeah. I, mean, it's,
1: uh... I mean, we've always said, haven't we, measure on output. It yeah. doesn't really matter too much about when you do what you can do. As long as you're, you know, for us, we're keeping an eye on our guys, not from a micromanagement point of view, but we know we know the guys, we make sure they're happy, don't we? At yeah. home. We yeah. we catch up with them, you know, once a day. They know what they want what they want to achieve, what they're working towards. And we tend to measure them on that. So sometimes they might start work a little earlier, sometimes a little later. But we know what they've got to work towards on a on a kind of a weekly monthly basis.
0: Yeah, it's interesting you say about the productivity because it's not always evident to me that you're more productive in an office anyway. No, um, and I always thought this at the, at this when it first came in. I remember gleeful articles written in you know the mainstream press reading at the time, and people said this is the end of traditional work and the office is dead yeah. and these types of
2: things, yeah. which were were obviously a a nonsense, weren't they? So, you, so. Well, but in reality, I think you're right. I think. You've probably got more wasted time within an office um, because of all the photocopy chats, brew room chats, the popping past the desk, and all that other kind of stuff. All that is very disruptive and interruptive. And depending on what role you do, yeah, actually having focused time where you can get your head down and work, the home the home environment is the best place for it. You probably have more real you know, working available working time sometimes at home than you do for doing an office. But on the flip side of that, you know, some of those chats.
1: You know, back at to View around the water cooler in the brew room. Yeah. I worked in recruitment. I could be chatting to somebody from the operations team about what projects they're working on. Yeah. Well that's interesting. He could then go over to his his, his computer, show me a few bits and bobs. we build those relationships. Yeah. You'd have that social interaction. Yeah. Which you just can't get. Yeah. That- from home. So,
0: so let's say then you're a business that has decided to do it.
1: Yeah.
0: And... What you're proposing, Lee, is that they don't do it half-assed. They they embrace it as, as part of the you know one of the elements of their of working for their business. What other advice would you have to a business that's going to start allowing their the you know their staff to work from
2: home? I think the half-ass thing, just on that though, is quite an important thing because we get lots of people within the recruitment cycle. You know, when we first talk to companies, we're open to hybrid, we're open to flexible days, we're open to this, that, and the other. Yeah, and. One of the reasons for turnover within that first three months, or why, when we talk to people, why you're looking to leave, while I was told that it was hybrid, I was told told there's flexibility, some form of flexibility with my working hours, and it doesn't, it's just not true. You know, once they get in the role, it's like, well, that comes somewhere down the line when you've earned our trust and our relationship and stuff. And actually, it's just the wrong foundation and footing to be on from the off where you can earn that when you're trusted and actually it's seen as a privilege more than to mine mm. and put yeah. their role. And and that's that's a bad thing, straight from the off. Yeah. I think, I think going back to your question, I think if the business is
1: going to fully embrace it, you've got to put some thought into it before. You've yeah. got to really understand what the job role is of that person, what their measurables are, what you're expecting their kind of outputs to be. And have a think about that before. It's not as simple as handing somebody a laptop, letting them, you know, crack on and work from home and then, you know, expecting half an hour updates it's understanding it's taking the time to check into them to making them feel value to understand they know what they should be working towards to really set those guidelines and make it very clear from the offset i think so you know it's not just a laptop
2: crack on but i, I think a lot of businesses that we, we kind of speak, speak to now and do quite a lot that we're really embracing of remote working you know um, particularly gaining in the kind of more creative roles are really starting to want to push mm. More, more kind of home, um, work-based roles now. Um, you know, I can think, think along where they go. You just can't create that environment, that nature, that that uh, I suppose cohesion in a team. You know, on on teams or online, you, you just can't do it. And 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 again, you know, we're starting to see. You know, candidates have been remote, and now after two years, found it quite isolating and and kind of won that that kind of interaction again. There has been a shift. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, that's interesting to note, isn't it? There's been this shift. So we've spoken about like embracing the culture, but in terms of the of, of letting your staff work for a moment, but Steve, in terms of like what you advise a business to do, those specifics of managing employees at
2: home, have you got any advice for them on that? Because you guys do this as business owners already. Yeah. I mean, I think it is about having those regular contact touch points, you know, having those times where they come in. The, the biggest bit as well, if we talk to, to the team about this, making sure that they know that we're available because when you're in an office that simple call or some simple shout above the desk about advice or whatever it is becomes something that they don't do you know ultimately they may save it up to the end of the day they may forget to ask you the question so it's always making sure i suppose that they know as a manager that you're available to be able to kind of kind of speak to and uh,
1: just kind of talk steve and i if we're if steve's writing a job advert he might shout at you almost every time. Lee, what, what do you think about alternative job titles for this? Or I'm say, Steve, have a quick read of this this advert. Sometimes you think if somebody's working from home, you don't want to bother somebody with a Zoom call because yeah. you know it's just different, isn't it? So is. you know, I do think I do think there's that learning element that you do lack as well. Yeah. And we, um, I got a call. We were, we were recruiting a, um, a grad. and It was a grad finance role. And CB came in. A candidate never worked um, a day in his life. Um, recently completed her finance degree. Um, I spoke to him, I've started having a quick chat, sounded really good on the phone. The candidate said, Can I just stop you there? Is it a remote opportunity? I said, Well, no, it's, it's hybrid. So 50 50, office and home. Oh, no, that's not for me there. And I kind of said, Well, it's only on your doorstep. Are you not willing to consider It's a great company. You know, we've placed people in in the past who've, you know, gone on and done really well. There's lots of progressional opportunities. I know the manager of the department. He's a great person to learn from. He'll help with your development. They kind of said, no, sorry, fully remote. And for me, you know, the amount that you could learn, especially going into your first role, from just being around others, from learning around your peers, from learning around the graduate that started last year so you could see them on their journey, I
2: think to be so closed off to anything other than a remote opportunity is a bit short sighted. I think it says leadership skills, isn't it? I think in the end, you may have to think about programs to develop the leadership skills. Yeah, fully remote. Because again, you kind of more remote people, you may be managing more on outputs, but outputs will tell them, well, you made so many calls today, closed so many sales, you've had so many customer interactions, whatever that case may be, but you have no idea of their capability outside that. How could they become a future leader of your business? You know? Yeah. And it's those kind of softer skill stuff that actually you would have to think about better mechanisms of assessing that and and kind of performance down the line, isn't it? So you're dead right. And we've got companies that
1: embrace full remote working that do it really, really well. That just almost seems quite seamless with the remote working model, how they do it. You've got companies who offer hybrid working, but don't really fully embrace it and then we've got companies that are almost quite arrogant in the fact that i will not offer anybody who works for my business will not work from home
0: so t- tell me a little bit about what they can expect then because my understanding is is that if you're in an industry where your staff can potentially work from home yeah. and you're not offering that that is a disadvantage
1: it is and, and i think we were saying before so i was i was on the chat with with somebody uh, last week just about the whole homework it and he said, "I'm not paying anybody to wear, to wash their underwear on my time." And I think he called. He referred to him as "lazy cab." I don't want to. Lazy, I I don't want to "lazy cabbage pack workforce." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh wow!" Uh, so you know, anybody who works for me will be office based, and yeah.
2: and there's no right or wrong. Is the reality? I think but it's his yeah, well, prerogative. Yeah. It's his. It's his company. Yeah, yeah it's just the doing. availability of, of talent. You know, where I think with some flexibility. You know, flexibility helps you to, I suppose, have a greater outreach at the moment yeah. to certain people, certain circumstances. You know, quite a few people at the moment seem to be considering sort part-time based work, you know, right. to fit around, mm. you know, schedules of, um, you know, working, working parents and things. And there's lots of different variables. To yeah. at the moment. Yeah, I think my objection to that is on the one hand... It's fine. That's your business. Yeah. You
0: can't have your cake and eat. you've got it. You've yeah. got to understand that you're not going to be able to attract if the yeah. business is offering it. But also, from a candidate's perspective, what offends me a little bit yeah. is um, this idea that anybody that wants to work from home is somehow lazy. Yeah, no, this just that's just blatantly wrong. Like,
1: if you're going for a job, you want to work for that person. You want to do that job. Well, what does you about a Company's culture. Well, it's well, not, not, it, not a great. Do we lack people focus? If the person in charge has that opinion, does that mean they lack people focus? Does that mean they're not? considerate i mean I, we aren't pretty cheeky, you know mm. i think anybody should be able to run their business the way they want to run the business yeah um i prefer to work but if you want full pick from the best talent you've got to be considerate of what the candidates want some candidates will want office ba- base work some candidates will want hybrid base work and some will want fully remote mm-hmm if you want to have the best selection,
2: the best. If you want to pick from the best, yeah. You know, you've got to embrace everything. What we've, had, If you're dead honest, we've had the same struggles some at times with adapting it. Although we've kind of always been, you can homework and you know, kind of kind of be very off. It's like trying to. There's times when I was turning on, said to Lee, it doesn't feel the same. Yeah, it doesn't feel as you know we were working closely together you're really pushing and driving together you know where it felt more collaborative more team orientated and there's there's no doubt it 100 percent changes mm. a little bit of that feeling you know that buzz that environment that energy that uplift you know and and even sometimes on the days when the guys are in that then becomes more stuff to talk about Yeah. On those days, and, and less on the you, you know, you kind of people able to get the head start because you're trying to fit more in on, yep. on those days. So it's,
1: but as long as productivity is still there, yeah, and the lives of our employees are better than you know what, what other R's are when they can still come in every day if they want to, yeah. Um, or quite often they come in, you know, we ask twice a week in the office, sometimes they come in three or four days, depending on yeah. workload. Um, so as long as productivity's there, their lives are improved, they can get yep. to do the bits and bobs they want, they're you know, working towards their outputs that we're happy with, then that's that's kind of good for us. That's kind of yep. our, our stance, really. Yep.
0: Okay. So to summarize then, I'm going to ask you a yep. question each. Lee, I'll start with you first and I'll move Great. to Steve and we'll just kind of bring everything together. <laughs> so what advice would you have to businesses – just try and wrap this up yep. in thirty seconds. What advice would you have to businesses who are implementing a work from home strategy today?
1: If you're working from home, put some thought into it. It's not as simple as just handing the laptop and saying "crack on." You still need to dedicate time to them. You still need to make time to them. You need to fully understand the outputs of of what you're expecting from that person. Um, and the one thing thing to remember as well is if you advertise a role with with hybrid or remote working, you're going to get more applications in and in a better choice. I know that's slightly, slightly answering it, answering, you know, bringing in a different question as well, but you've just got to put some thought into it. That's my, my, my.
0: Okay. And Steve, um, what would you say to a business that is completely against working from home? That let's imagine a scenario where their 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 employees could work from home, but they're completely against
2: it. What what would you say? It's with them, and do you know what, I go. Do you know what? <laughs> it would be a bit more ideal if you, you know, if you had some form of flexibility. But do you know it? It, it is what it is. I think, like there's there's, there's still. Certain people that are interested in office-based working, there still will be, you know, somebody who prefers to have that. I, you know, I leave at nine. I go to work. I leave it at the door at five p.m. and I go to my home. You have that separation between between office and home. So my always thing is that as long as it's whatever's best for your business, if that is the best thing you believe for your business, you know, then then you're doing the right thing. You know. Then it's even more probably important to create a strong culture when you're inside that business, create a culture that people want to come to, that they enjoy coming to work in an environment. And similarly, you'll probably still attract and retain talent, you know, but you've got to accept if if you have no flexibility whatsoever, you know, it does 100% impact on Hmm. how many people or the type of people you attract. If there's two like for like opportunities we're finding at the moment, and one offers some form of one day work around two. Yeah. It's desirable to people, you know, it costs is less commute, less petrol money and all the other kind of bits and stuff. So that there's I think it gives yeah, an invitation of
1: the company, uh, and it gives um, an, an inclination an indication of the company culture as well.
2: Yeah. Um you've got to have if you're fully office based, create a brilliant, strong office culture or a, a kind of kind of work based culture because you know, it's dead important. You know, that's what you're nailing your hat on. We want you in, in work because of X, Y, and Z, so just create that place that people want to be. Hanging your hat on, not
0: mm-hmm. nailing it. If you nailed your hat to the wall, you'd ruin your hat when you I said nailing uh, it. i uh, sorry, sorry. I have to get you back. I you spent uh, uh, 90% of our relationship is you giving me sticks, so I just get you back every now and again. So I, All I, right, I, what, but I'm nailing your hat. I just didn't want to refer. What I will say though is you've. It is back- so you the bad, <laughs> the, the, the bad analogies, yeah, my badge, his, his, The uh, bad analogies aside, that was a really, really good episode, and you guys have just given, I think, the listeners and the viewers some really tangible stuff if they're running a business to how to approach this subject. So, because it's still, even though we're well past the pandemic now and everyone's yeah. kind of used to it, I I think it is still tricky, isn't it, for well, so to business owners business and creatives? And then you work, work to that. You know that that's also
2: the best thing to do. This.
0: Got it. Well, if you enjoyed this episode of Nobody Likes Recruiters, remember to like, share, subscribe, give us a comment, actually, underneath whichever method it is that you're listening or you're watching to this podcast because we do appreciate that. And, um, yeah, we'll see you next time on Nobody Likes Recruiters. Bye-bye. Not only can recruitment be a rather frustrating process, it can also be pretty time-consuming. But thankfully, the team at Logic Resourcing can take all that pain away from you. Lots of agencies say that they do recruitment differently. We've all heard it. But as you know from this podcast, both Lee and Steve at Logic genuinely mean it. Now, put it this way. 94% – yes, that's right. 94% of the candidates that they submit attend their interviews. And Logic have a 90% success rate on exclusive assignments. That's pretty impressive. So if you're looking to ace your recruitment – Make your life easier and find those diamond candidates. Start by letting logic take the stress out of all of this for you. Give us a call or email info at logicresourcing.com.